Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No live sports outside of some German soccer right now. A little NASCAR last night. But the NBA hoping to return, maybe with a new playoff format. We welcome in now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Matt Velasquez from the Journal Sentinel. First things first, Matt, it's just good to hear your voice and to talk a little basketball because right now we should be breaking down the NBA Finals. Instead, I'm watching NASCAR, I'm watching German soccer, I'm watching Korean baseball. I really need basketball back. Yeah, it'd be nice to have some basketball back, that's that's for sure. Um, I I have not yet uh, waded into Korean baseball. I, I don't. I don't know what it would take to get me there, but we're not there yet. Uh, I, I've I've dabbled in checking out what what German soccer's doing, but I I can't say I've watched the game live. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd much rather be talking to you about uh, you know Game Six of the the Eastern Conference Finals or. Um, the NBA Finals, something like that, right about now. That'd be uh, that'd be a lot more fun. Yeah, that'd be really nice. But unfortunately, uh, not there yet. But maybe some possible good news. What are your thoughts? First things first. What are your thoughts on this playoff format? Do you like? I'm old school. I like the I like the top eight seeds in the East and the top eight seeds in the West just going at it. Especially uh, this year when you look at the Eastern Conference Finals. I'd rather just take my odds right there if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks. What are your thoughts uh, about this World Cup-like tournament that's been being discussed? Uh, Kevin O'Connor had it from the Ringer. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I know uh, KOC broke it down a, a lot in his article in the Ringer. I know that it was mentioned uh, by uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Zach Lowe in their podcast and their and um, their article that they that they had out. Um, I, I'm pretty intrigued by. It. I think it could be pretty fun uh, and enjoyable if if done right. Um, I think. If you're looking at it from a Buck-centric view, uh, I think that this provides an opportunity for things to go wrong. Right. Um, you know, there could be ways that it could be done right, or it could be done well, or it could be done in a way that does not necessarily hurt the Bucks. Um, but I think the best, you know, op- the best thing for the Bucks would just be doing the, the way you like, just having it be Eastern Conference, Western Conference, top eight teams in each. You know, keep it just you know to the conference, and you know, then you don't have to go through the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, or some other you know, of, of the tough West teams, uh, and to, you know, to have to play one of them potentially in the finals. And I think that provides a little bit of an easier path. Um, but I think this group stage thing, I mean, it could satis- satisfy the entertainment need uh, better than uh, regular playoffs would. I mean, Bucks magic in the first round, it would probably be a four game uh, series, maybe five. And it wouldn't necessarily be all that entertaining. I remember, I remember last year that, Bucks Pistons series in the first round. I don't think anyone's going to remember that as being all that entertaining. Um, but you know, Bucks playing against some, you know a group of different teams uh, in a, a group stage type format. I mean, that could be entertaining and fun. And you spread that across the league, and 
you can have fun games and meaningful games. And, you know, I think probably from a league perspective, what's most important is more games. You'd have a lot of games right. to be able to fill, um, you know, ESPN and Turner and regional sports networks. And, and you'd have, you know, a consistent flow uh, of action. And I think that if you can get that, you could, you know, really rev up the fan base and people would enjoy that. Um, you know, when it comes to the, the group stage thing, I think if the Bucks, you know, and then Lakers and Raptors and Clippers, if those top four teams who kind of draft their groups so the Bucks would have the first pick and be able to kind of pick who they'd play against, I think that could be a way of, of giving them some kind of advantage and a, re- and a reward for uh, having the best record. And obviously the Lakers would have some level of reward too since they would pick second. Um, and, and I think it would be fair if the Clippers ended up having the hardest group because uh, they had the fourth best record at the time, um, whereas maybe the Bucks have an easier group because they could pick the teams they wanted to. And granted, there'd be some bulletin board material for those teams saying, hey, we got picked first and you know, they think we're the worst or whatever. Um, but, you know, that that's just part of sports and could be fun. I don't know if the NBA would do this. It'd be a major departure from what they do, but mm-hmm. I, I expect that they'll, they'll take some swings to, to try and do something different since – Things have to be different anyway. I know, and that's where I'm torn. We're talking with Matt Velasquez from the Journal Sentinel. I'm torn because I want the content. Like, it'd be great to wake up at 8 a.m. and have hoops until midnight, until 1 a.m., but at the same time, like, I look at it like this with the Tier 1 teams. I like that idea where the Bucks and the Lakers get to choose their opponent out of the playoff contenders because another thing you could do is market it. You put that on NBA TV, it'll be like the decision for LeBron James. We'll all tune in. We're all starving for sports content. Like I just said, I'm watching German soccer, man. But I feel like you're almost punishing the Bucks and you're punishing the Lakers who played the regular season the right way. Not a whole lot of load management. Where I agree with you, I think that if anybody gets screwed over, it should be the Clippers because they use a lot of load management. We've been seeing Kawhi do it for the last two years. Not saying it's wrong. I mean, it produced the results last year. He was an NBA champion. But I just feel like you're almost punishing the Bucks for playing the regular season the right way. And at the same time, it's almost unfair to the Clippers because maybe Maybe they play the regular season a little bit differently if they know the end of the season is not going to be traditional format, but a World Cup style. Yeah, and that's what's really hard about it is that no matter what decision the league makes and Adam Silver makes, like people are going to be unhappy because certain right. teams are going to be advantaged or disadvantaged, or there should be perceived slights. Like you know, there might be some teams that are out of it. They're in like the bottom ten uh, of the league who maybe still want to play, and you know they want to be able to get their young guys in the court. And, um, you have an opportunity to, to get out there and, and do what they love. And, you know, they have regional sports networks, too. They want to make money. They want to be part of this. Uh, so how do you loop them in? Well, also thinking, okay, like, for safety reasons, we don't need to have everyone there. Uh, you know, and if you if you do, like, some kind of play-in thing for the final, I feel like the seven and eight seeds in each conference, you know, does that mean that those teams are playing more games? What if that's an advantage? The teams need games right. to, like, you know, kind of get back into a rhythm. So then, teams one through six are who what are they going to do like how are they going to get extra games to kind of you know, get into a flow who are they going to play uh, how's that going to work um if you got rid of conferences altogether and just seeded them one through 16 since there's no travel like the bucks probably wouldn't be happy about that because then you know they're the one seed but then they could face the clippers in the semifinals and the lakers in the finals or the raptors you know so you don't want to have to go through like those two teams that you wouldn't have played otherwise you wouldn't have played both of them um, so there's like a whole bunch of you know ways that this could work, and ironing out all the details is going to be the thing that really matters. Right. Uh, because once we know the details, then we can know okay, how fair is this really to everyone who's involved? 
Right, and I'm also worried about just the product. I mean, these guys, what was it, two months ago, the Bucks did their conference call with everybody, and Giannis said he wasn't even shooting around. He didn't even have a hoop at his house. Have these guys even been able to work out and get in basketball shape? Because it's a whole other world being in shape and being in basketball shape and going out on the floor and taking a hard screen. Yeah, so, I mean, they haven't been able to take a hard screen for sure. Right. Uh, you know, the, the Bucks practice facility opened, uh, I want to say it was a little bit over, probably 10 days ago or something mm-hmm. like that. So guys could get in there, they could have access to a hoop and, you know, I think some of them over the course of time, they didn't have hoops immediately, but I think some of them got access either by putting their own hoops in or whatever um, as the thing went on. But, you know, th- these guys, they haven't been able to play together, right? Like, they can go to the practice facility, but they can't, you know, they can't run things. They can't, you know, play off each other or work together. And, and maybe some of those things will be like riding the bike to so get it going again because they'll, they'll have the same team. It's not like you're getting used to a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody's going to be kind of at different spots. and. Uh, there's going to be some time that you need to, to adjust. I remember uh, another, I that same phone call, Brooke Lopez was saying that maybe, you know, they might need like a two or three week training camp and then maybe a couple games to, you know, whether they're preseason or regular season or whatever. Like, you don't want to start playing playoff games having played no games since like, you know, March 10th or whatever it was. Like, yeah. well, you want to be able to get something in there. So, how does the NBA work that in there, you know, and how does that work? Um, you know, I, I'm sure they're taking all that in, into consideration as they talk to all the different, you know, constituencies that are involved with, with getting this thing started again. Right, exactly. And I used the example of just Kevin Durant coming back in the finals last year. I mean, he was injured for the whole playoffs. He comes back, you're playing very high competitive basketball to win a championship, and then he's injured, and then he misses the entire next season. Or Clay Thompson tearing his ACL last year in the finals. Like, if you rush these guys back, like, I get what Damian Lillard's saying. Like, if he's coming back, he wants to be competing for the playoffs. Because if he comes back just to get to the uh, 72 mark and play the last five games or whatever it is, tears his ACL, then he's out. He misses the entire next season. So it doesn't really make sense for these non-playoff teams to come back. If you were, if you're Adam Silver, what do you think the perfect way to return to play is? What what would you do if you were the G? Uh, if you were the, uh, you know, in charge of everything? Well, I think that. I think that this group stage model could be could be good. It gives you the you know a good number of teams, competitive teams. Everybody has a reason to be there and to compete. Uh, I can see how that would make sense. You get a lot of game. Uh, obviously, you know, I, I get that there'll be a couple upset Eastern Conference teams if they only take the next four best teams because they're all from the West. Um, so you'll have to kind of navigate that. Um, I mean, I think the safe route obviously would just be to say, all right, let's invite the sixteen playoff teams, nobody else. And and we'll just kind of go with the playoffs like that, and maybe you can organize some, you know, game, some preseason type games between those teams, and maybe matchups that would be like unlikely to happen, or say like the you know the Bucks would do a preseason game against the eight seed in the West, right. just to kind of warm up, uh, or something like that, and then you kind of just cross them like that and give teams a run. Um, I think that'd be the safe, kind of boring way to do it. And I, I don't think the NBA will do that. I don't think they're going to be boring. I think they're going to try and you know, use this moment to, to take some chances and uh, mix things up. Um, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, like I said, I could see how, how that, that soccer, like World Cup model, uh, could work, but it, it all depends on how they set it up. Yeah, exactly. I could see how it would work, and I think it would be as exciting as all hell. But what scares me, and I read that article in The Ringer from uh, from Kevin, and he, he mentions like what soccer fans refer to as the group of death. And I actually I get into the World Cup. I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I do love the Cup. And if you look at it, like the Bucks could end up in a group with the Celtics, the Rockets, the Mavs, and the Pelicans, who are arguably the four best teams on that Tier 2 group. Like, Right. I mean, the Bucks are a better overall team than the Rockets, we would we would assume. 
Batum and the Mavericks. But still, I don't want to see Luka right away or even Zion Williamson, you know, who's been sitting at home getting healthy the last 60 days. So I don't know. I just think that, like you said, man, no matter what, somebody's going to be upset. But if we get basketball back, I'll be happy. What do you think the odds are that the NBA finishes this season if you're a betting man? I think it's going to happen. Like I, I was pretty, um, you know, doubtful or you know unsure uh, a few months ago when, when everything started closing down. But I think at this point, uh, I think it's going to happen. I, I think there's there's enough um, momentum and there's enough money at stake, um, and there's enough you know interest and, and willingness to to do it among the league and the players and the teams and everybody who's involved that. I think it's going to be hard to to stop this train. I think there's you know there are, there's Korean baseball going on. There's right. there's Bundesliga going on. Like if those leagues can figure it out, I think the NBA can figure it out too. Uh, and I, I think that they kind of think that where you know they don't want to stay, they don't want to give up. Basically, they right. don't want to be able to find a way to make this work. And, and with, with that much interest and, and money, you know, at, at stake, um, I, I don't see reason why. They're not going to make this work. Whether that's the most prudent thing or not uh, is a different question, but I think they're going to make it work. Right, right. That's why I'm a huge NHL fan now, because they're putting pressure on these other leagues. Matt, thanks a lot, man, for giving us a couple minutes, and hopefully next time we talk we're breaking down some basketball, some playoff hoops. That would be super fun. (laughs) Thanks a lot, man. That's Matt Velasquez. You can find him on Twitter, Matt underscore Velasquez. You can find his work at the Journal Sentinel, JS Online. We'll take a quick uh, quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show up next here. And uh, Matt joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, by the way. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. For 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them at 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.